Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the 3-Bit Podcast. I'm Thomas Curtis and with me today is Kyle Simmerly. You You're supposed to, to introduce yourself now. Hi. There we go. Welcome, Kyle. Kyle. And Peter Boda. Yeah. It's so, me. So how's it going, guys? Not too bad. <laughs> Kyle, Thanks, dude. I like Thanks. how once we actually start recording, <laughs> Kyle just decides to use, you know, his arms yeah. and stuff to emote. You know what makes for some good podcasting? An awkward pause. That would be great. Thanks, dude. So anyway, Peter, we should talk about some video games, don't you think? <laughs> and ignore Kyle, because okay. he's not helping. All right. <laughs> some video games, right? Yeah, no, wait, we started school, man. Uh, yeah. You started school. We've been in school for two and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about well, that. Hey. <clears throat> yeah, but no one wants to hear about school. That's yeah, boring. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, dude. Because it's only been the first week, I have been able to play games. Nice. Like which ones, buddy? Oh, all right. Well, I talked about the uh, Star Trek beta last time. That's true. That beta ended, what week was it? It was either this week or last week. Last right. weekend. Whatever. Basically, it's over. And so, I'm not going to play that anymore. Wait. Yeah. Really? Oh, because you're going to have to start paying for it. Yeah. And I'm not going to play that game. Um, <laughs> oh, but. Wow. During the that time period, uh, they did come out with a lot of significant patches, which made the game run a lot better and smoother. Yeah. And I did get a chance to test out the uh, first tier of ships after your um, starting little dinky thing. Yeah, does it change the game significantly at all? Um. Well, there's three types. There's cruisers, escorts, and science vessels. Um, cruisers are basically like enterprises. They're okay. like the tank ships, so they're really strong and have a lot of shields and stuff. Escorts have a lot of firepower. Um, science vessels specialize in like abilities. Mm-hmm. But anyways, let's get let's get right to it. <laughs> Fuck Star <Okay>. Trek, man. <laughs> I don't know. So I went from that beta to another beta. Really nice. So I've been talking to you, Thomas, about this. And I showed Kyle the trailer, uh, Bad Company 2. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, the yeah. PC beta came out recently, didn't it? Yeah, it started yesterday, Thursday. Oh, nice. And during the week, I was, like, trying to find out information about the PC beta and, like, where I could get a key. And then I found out you can only get it by buying it. Oh. And then, so I was depressed about that. And then I caved on Wednesday and just pre-ordered it on Steam. Really? So well, you were that you were that enticed by just the trailers you'd seen? Uh, no, it wasn't just the trailers. Just, um, I mean, things I knew about that game mm-hmm. intrigued also, me. The idea that you get to play the beta right away, probably. That right? too. Yeah. I really wanted that, especially since I didn't have my Xbox anymore, and so I couldn't play a big release this week, which is Mass Effect Two. Right. right. And so I needed something to like. Hold my attention of away course. from that. Well, I have a question. How much of it have you played? A lot. A lot. Like <laughs> to me, looking at the um, looking at the trailers, and that's I only saw like one or two that you showed me. Um, I was struggling to find out what kind of niche it was starting. It was trying to carve out because I recently played Modern Warfare Two, and it looked like it was a little Battlefield bit of that. established its uh, audience. Well before, yeah. Well, Call Battlefield is significantly different from Modern Warfare. It it, it has its niche. I mean, Battlefield basically introduced uh, multiplayer. For no, PC. yeah, no, I get that. But uh, very, what I saw or at Company popular, Two popularized looked, it. I mean, I Sorry. I played Battlefield Two too. Right. Um, but this looked like it was uh, 
single player mainly, and you were in well, a small squad. Well, because it was the single player trailer. Oh, that's no, that was Never like, mind. <laughs> it was the big like reveal because they had not talked about the single player oh. at all. Oh, okay, so Battlefield Bad Company 2 multiplayer is pretty much like Battlefield multiplayer um, that I played in like what, Battlefield 2. It's evolved since Battlefield 2. Well, yeah, this is like a sequel to their console version. Okay. Bad, Bad Company wasn't even on PCs. Oh. And so that's why it was really intriguing to me is that they're going back to their where they started things right. and getting a PC version out. So I wanted to see if they've actually not forgotten their roots mm-hmm. on the PC like Call of Duty had. Yeah. And um, gladly, happily, they seem to be doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> like the UI is different from the console versions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just means it's more intuitive for PC. Um, and it it plays well. It's a good game. Does it cool. play similarly to the previous Battlefield games on PC, or is it um, different because it's a bad company game? Well, there's this still. They've still got the destruction. Yeah. So I mean, like, like mechanically, like, does it feel different? Um, I guess yeah, because I mean, bad Battlefield Two came out a long ass time ago, so just shooters yeah. in general evolved since then. Yeah, that's true. And so, um. Yeah, I mean, it's very, like, it. this is just a beta, so there's still, like, problems with it, and, like, people, right. like, not everything is optimized yet, Yeah. and, like, this game doesn't come out till March, so mm-hmm. they've still got time to uh, iron out stuff, but, yeah, I like it. What's the uh, beta <laughs> consist of, like? Uh, it's couple- got their Rush uh, game type, which is basically, like, their, uh, what was in the Bad Company 1 demo. Like, like the gold rush. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But um, since this time you aren't actually going after gold, since they're going for more like a serious tone. Oh, really? It's pretty, oh, okay. basically just like points you have to blow up. To, gotcha, um, okay. But it's the same. So like once you blow up the two points, then it unlocks the next part of the map, which have two more, and it like develops. Oh, I see. That. Um, and then it's got uh, one map, which is a snow variant on a coast. I think it's like Port Valdez or something. Okay. But yeah, it's sweet. It looks good. And considering I'm only on medium settings to get everything going. Um, That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you have a, have a pretty new PC, though, and you can only run out on medium. Well, that's... Um, I mean, yeah, Battlefield games are on PC are kind of known for uh, being yeah, sort of... it's true. Uh, ...hard on the system requirements. I mean, the recommended spec is some quad core. I think that's a recom. Oh yeah, that makes the sense. recommendation is quad core. Recommendation that the, makes sense, not minimum. Yes, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it runs really, really smooth on medium. Nice. And it is on 1680 by 1050. Yeah. So it just makes me sad because my PC wouldn't oh, be able yeah. to run it if yeah. yours can't can barely. No, because you know, the minimum medium. is um, 2.6 dual core or something like that. Yeah, I don't even have a dual core, yeah. so. Oh, I- I might just barely make the recommended. <laughs> but yeah, what questions do you have? Kyle? Well, okay, um, after after Battlefield 2, I didn't touch anything from uh, creators of Battlefield, and I certainly didn't see Battlefield 2, Bad, uh, Battlefield Bad Company mm-hmm. on the console. Like, um, what, is anything significantly different in Battle, Bad Company 2 than, like, Battlefield 2, which is my last con- context of that? So... 
All right, so they went from Battlefield 2 to their bad company, right. which is basically them trying to get into console market, yeah. make something single-player focused that had right. story. Um, and so basically they build on that, um, but now they're definitely putting more focus on letting everyone know that they're still competent in the multiplayer aspect. Right. Since this, everyone's hot off their heels after Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I mean, so, well, that said, but Bad Company was still still had a decent following for its multiplayer, right? Well, sure. I'm not yeah. saying it's a slouch or anything. Yeah. Um, okay. But I, they're just trying to tap that market. Oh, yeah, they're like pushing multiplayer harder this time, right? Okay. Like that's why they just announced like. Revealed their single player. Yeah, I was oh, trying to figure kind of out. Interesting. I was trying to figure out why I'd only heard about the single player when the multiplayer is the thing that they're concentrating yeah. on, supposedly. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, let's see. I mean, do you have any other further questions? No. Um, I mean, not really. I mean, I played a decent amount of, up, of the Bad Company demo with you, so yeah. I know how that game plays mechanically. Oh wow, yeah, we did play that. Is that yeah. A black and white game. <laughs> uh. No, sorry, dude. Yeah. Roommates popping in for the podcast. Hey, so, um, so yeah, I know how that game functions mechanically. Uh, and I mean, it sounds like the modes are pretty much the same in the sequel. Yeah. Uh, well, I I'm pretty sure they have their conquest, which is the right. flag capture, like the staple of Battlefield uh-huh. games. But I mean, as as far as you know, um, it seems pretty similar. The information I don't have a lot of details on what the full game's gonna have. Yeah. So. But I yeah. mean, you are only playing the beta, and you have no idea. I mean, things could change between now and March. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but it yeah. sounds it sounds interesting, especially because it's, it's really fun. It's really <laughs> addicting. Good. Yeah. Does it have any of the sort of like leveling up stuff that yeah. Call of Duty's yeah, in, they, so, in, introduced? Um, well, I mean, they're basically just building on what they had in Bad Company mm-hmm. and oh, what true. they first also, introduced Battlefield in two Battlefield Two. Exactly. That's right. So basically, um, like if you stab a dude. You get their dog tags or whatever, and it keeps a track of all of the names that you have. Oh, that happened. Oh, yeah, oh. I remember that. Wait, so, like, on the dog tags are their handle? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, like, on the stats, you get to see, like, it keeps a track of how many you stole from that individual person. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, you, like, you unlock different guns and different, um, uh, shoot, uh, like, different attachments, different, um, specializations sort of like uh sort of like perks like oh, yeah. recently i heard that you get they're called gadgets in this one right, um, okay and there's one that like lets you hold two grenades or run oh. faster or uh get a red dot sight and on is, your gun is that just piggybacking off of modern warfare 2 not really no i mean they've always they've had always, i mean I, I don't have the context i mean to know yeah that. i mean i what I, how I worded it before is unfair. Battlefield 2 had unlocks before okay. Modern Warfare ever yeah. did. Yeah, they were like the first to really introduce, weren't they? As far as I know. Yeah. The I first I ever saw. I think it's interesting that they went away like, from PC to console. For then, bad company. Well, yeah. I mean, that's where the market is now. Yeah. I mean, that's where you avoid piracy. That's, that's, why, where, they, uh, that's why they went like single-player aspect, I guess, because they maybe wanted to try something new. and like. Yeah. It's also it's hard to sell a shooter on a console if you don't have exactly. a single-player. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really satisfied with what they're doing because it feels good. It was worth, uh, worth the money. Well, so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, earlier in the week, so I dropped off my, um, my 360 
I don't know, like last week. Oh, that's right, because you read right. Yeah. So I dropped that off on Friday. And then, um, what was it, a few days ago this week, right, someone made a thread on NeoGAF about uh, Newegg having a sale on 360 games. Oh, really? $10 and less. Wait, really? I it, oh, damn. They're still, they're still on <laughs> okay. there. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I looked on that list, and I saw... Game Stranglehold on there. Oh, nice! <laughs> the very, the very, re- the very game that you didn't have that made you yeah. want to play Max Payne Two. Yeah, and that was for eight bucks or something. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, eight bucks—that's pretty good. <laughs> and then I noticed uh, Project Gotham Racing Four was also on that list for ten bucks. Oh, did you get both of those? And I was like, yeah, that's a racer that I kind of wanted back in 07, or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I forget And um, I bought both of those. Nice. <laughs> and then I realized I didn't have a console to play it. Well, <laughs> now you have something to look forward to, right? So, wait, it's true. Wait, here's, here's my reasoning. But it doesn't really justify it that much, because you're still, like, buying something you can't even use. Um Basically, I was thinking to myself, you know, if I buy these games, when my console comes back, that means I won't won't have an excuse to, like, not go out and buy Mass Effect 2 right away, which means spending $60. I'm basically building up a library of games that I can play instead of buying new releases. Good call. I mean, so I it's that. somewhat saving me money. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to hate on you. I'm, you know but I mean. I'm <laughs> definitely probably... Okay, definitely, probably. I'm probably going to get Mass Effect 2 as soon as that console comes back. Oh, really? Hey, whatever. I've I've made worse impulse buys in, in the past, so... Yeah, and then, like, today on Steam, they have their weekend deal. <laughs> and now our next impulse buy. <laughs> Speaking of which, I actually bought Freedom Force today. That's what for $2. That's what I was going to talk about. It's another game uh, by Irrational, the guys who made Bioshock. Okay, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. a strategy RPG. <clears throat> okay, cool. What's that like? Um... I barely know anything about it. It was $2, okay. so I yeah. bought it. Yeah, see, so this is the camp <laughs> I was in. I had just come off spending $70 on impulse buys earlier this week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I saw that uh, this game that I heard a little bit about, and it looked interesting from just like the game, like the box art. <laughs> the screenshots oh, and stuff and I thought what is this game it looks really interesting <laughs> two bucks oh. no I should stop I should stop now cause then it'll unleash like XCOM I'll buy that back too <laughs> yeah and, I don't um, know two dollars is just something I don't even think of I mean it's like less it's like a drink in a vending machine so I yeah, I, know. I bought it without even thinking about it well the thing is um, I installed the demo for it. Yeah. And apparently there are compatibility, like it said there are compatibility issues on Vista. I was uh, like, hmm. And I looked it up and apparently, um, there is a patch or something that like makes it run under XP compatibility or something. It's really weird. Oh. Um, but because that didn't, that means like, I couldn't play to, like, try it out or anything. Like, mm-hmm. some people were saying that the demo didn't work for them, but then the game worked fine. So that sort of made me Weird. think, mm, maybe I should buy. <laughs> but as for now, I'm I'm taking a stand. You have tons of games to play soon, so that's not yeah. that bad. Let me be the devil on your shoulder and just say, do it. <laughs> it's $2. You should do it. <laughs> if yeah. it goes up in the future, you might regret it. Yeah. <laughs> But I won't. <laughs> I'm just going to not even pay attention 
I'm like, oh, well, that's not on sale anymore. What's on sale now? It would make me feel better if I had company in buying it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Thomas, That's not going to make me feel bad. (laughs) I know. Thomas doesn't want to feel stupid for buying it for $2. I don't feel dumb. No? But um, no. did it intrigue? Like, what intrigued you about it, or did you just the see developer. two dollars? <laughs> oh, okay, the Irrational developer. games, and I was like, okay, sold. Got it. That's pretty much all I need to know. Nice. I didn't even know that. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. Yeah. So is that pretty much it for you? Um, let's see. Yeah, that. I mean, I played a an indie game, but uh, I really wish I didn't just mention that because I can't remember the tape. The title of well, it. just what was it, real quick? Um, it was basically a flash adventure game. It's very light adventure. It was about um, this robot uh, getting hit by lightning ten thousand years after the robot society um, loses power, so everything's basically dead. Oh, cool! And so he gets hit by lightning, and so he's working to like try to get the power generator oh. back up. Was that a quick look on Giant Bomb, or was it reviewed somewhere? Uh... I thought I'd heard about that. Maybe you told me about it. You might whatever. be confusing it with Machinarium. Yeah, which you yeah, talked was, about a week, or week yeah. two weeks ago. Sounds similar, but no. It's um, not but yeah, that, that's a really quick game, but it, it's really good. Like, cool. the music's yeah. really cool. The animation's really good. We'll make sure to link it in our Looks, show notes or something, yeah. since we can't remember the title now. Yeah. How much was it? It's free. Oh, it's it's literally just like... Yeah, it doesn't take a long time at oh, all. Okay, it's like cool. seven minutes or something. Yeah. Nice. So, well, in like the note of adventure games... Um, I decided I needed to start picking up my DS and playing some games because uh, with Mass Effect 2 here, and I don't want to spoil Mass Effect 2 for me, like because I haven't played Mass Effect. I, I've like resolved that I'm going to. Uh, yeah. And then um, how, also wait, because what? How far did you get anywhere since last time in Mass Effect? <laughs> I got halfway through the tutorial the first time I tried. Oh. And I lost that game save, so I've started over. <laughs> oh, nice. And by um, starting over, you mean watch the opening cutscene. Yep. <laughs> it was late last night. <laughs> All right, Great. so continue. Anyway, so, so adventure games, I've been uh, trying to play with uh, my DS a little bit more because because Mass Effect 2 is here and Thomas has been playing that a lot. And uh, Thomas has been watching Lost a lot, uh, trying to catch up for the beginning of the he season next sure week. sure has. Yeah. By the way, my, ma- my mass communication... You guys communica- are talking like I'm not even here. <laughs> my mass communications teacher uh, talked about Lost, and he was saying how uh, he thought that the last season was their absolute final season, and then he was kind of would, pissed off. Oh, that would make no sense. One. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I gotta see it, I guess. I mean, he likes the show, but dude, he was so just Thomas, sort of annoyed. that dude, it's so good. Thomas. You're going to play the Lost video game? Why would I do that? You really like Lost? You have The Gamefly. Lost video game has not you have Gamefly. been well received. But Thomas, so <laughs> Gamefly, that allows you to play these games. The problem is great. I also don't care about the Lost video game. Got it. Okay, I, anyway. I care. That I play it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get right on it for you then because I care, I care about you, you got to meet this quota. Thomas, yeah. do me this favor. All right, so <laughs> wait, what were you so saying? So play- I've been playing uh, on my DS a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've played a couple of games. I had a, a weird inclination to all of a sudden try to pick up Scribble Knots again, because like, I, you know. Correct just, me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that your like most disappointing game last year? Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's funny. I was sitting at my desk and my maybe he's trying just, to hype himself up. You know, like try and maybe the game will redeem itself or something. No, no, no. Like get this. So like he's like all oh, bummed out, and then he'll get to Mass Effect and be like, <laughs> Scribble Knots makes any other game better by comparison. Exactly. It's like oh it's god, like, that makes me sound horrible. <laughs> 
Whatever. Sorry, continue. I mean, it's this isn't a good thing. So I, I had this yeah. thought. I mean, I'm just sitting at my desk. My DS is right next to me. I'm like, Scribblenauts was a really cool idea for a game. Like, I literally forgot that I hated it so much for a second <laughs> because the concept's so cool. Yeah. And so I picked it up, played a level, and shut it. I was like, fuck, I hate this game. <laughs> and uh, so I gave Scribblenauts a second try and hated it. And then Thomas brought um, a game called Professor Layton and the Curious yeah. Village because uh, he said that, you know, he really liked it, thought I should give it a shot. And I really like that game. It's kind of like... Um, what do you know? Thomas was right. Yep. It seems like he's on top of this stuff. I tend to be right a lot. What can I don't, say? Don't let it go to your head. Uh, <sighs> Too late. <laughs> um, it's a really cool game. Uh, I don't know how old it is. Uh, we don't need to explain what it is. Yeah, know yeah. What just say, is. Just what I really like about it is I loved Phoenix Wright. Yeah. But... Um, this, As you should. Yes, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. So I love the concept of like the point-and-click adventure of Phoenix Wright and... But this is uh, this is kind of a game with a little bit more character. Like, uh, there's a little bit... like You say that, and I'm shocked, because Phoenix Wright has some fantastic it has, characters. It has, fa- it has fantastic characters, but, like, um, I but guess... But this one focuses on one character. <laughs> or two. <laughs> Professor Layton! <laughs> yes, that's his name. Anyway, so what I really like about the game is that uh, it, it's got, like, this wonky character to it. It's like you're in uh, like old time France almost. Uh, Thomas compared it to actually this um, animated film that came out a little while ago called The Triplets of Belleville. Oh yeah. Uh, like a number of the caricatures in the game, you know, it, it, it oh, just that got... Was a f- sorry. <laughs> I hope I didn't like... No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. Oh, um, anyway, and so what I what I really like about the game is that it's it's got more of what I feel like an artistic tinge to it like it's it feels more um what about it makes it feel like the triplets of belleville kind of overtone or undertone okay maybe you You have to explain explain what you mean by that um like phoenix right looked like anime (laughs) sure like this looks like you're playing uh, another thing that it does really differently is the fact that you have um like these cutscenes every once in a while that legitimately look like they're out of like a cartoon i mean obviously scaled down but it, it looks like just uh, an animated video. So what I'm getting from you is that anime is not art. <laughs> I think that's a valid yeah, claim. <laughs> I think it is a very valid claim. But it's just shocking coming from Kyle. Sorry, um, anyone who likes anime. Yes, sorry. But, uh, but Kyle likes anime. <laughs> that's why it's shocking. <laughs> yeah, well. But I can admit that anime is okay. art. I can okay. like it, but... Uh, so, so it looks like an animated series or whatever. Man, dude, that's a fucked up thing to say. What? But anime is an art. <laughs> I mean... When I think about it, it totally is. I don't like anime, but it's art. It's bad art. Keep going. Okay. So Thomas is going to stare at the ceiling yeah. for a bit to I'm, himself. I'm, shit made me think. Sorry, man. so Kyle. Anyway, so what I really like about the game is the art style. And uh, also... Uh, that seems to be a big factor for a lot of the games that you tend to like. Art style? Yeah. Yeah, that and mechanics. Well, like, yeah. Uh, the problem that I do have with this game, though, is that... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining you like, what I like about video games is that they're good. <laughs> I like when video games are good. Also, the gameplay. Gameplay is good. Sound, also, sound's important. I like sound in games. 
Wait, no, seriously. It's I like the art and I like the mechanics in the game. Yeah. Okay. So how I'm far? I'm just hating for no reason. Okay. All right, so Hater's how far? How far? Only uh, about uh, three hours into it, and about three of maybe ten chapters. I'm not sure how many chapters there are. Um, I just, if anybody's curious, I just started after there's like this murder mystery that Professor Layton needs to solve. And scary. the probably that is the only thing I've started to dislike about the game, which is. The fact murder. that now, quite seriously, the fact that it's now a murder mystery oh. makes the fact that it's so lighthearted laughable. Like, it's like it's literally like, Simon just died. Let's solve a puzzle. I mean, <laughs> and it's just, it, it, it's kind of, um, it's counterintuitive to me. Like, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, my, my husband's dead. Uh, I need help with a puzzle about matchsticks. It's just, it, it kind of, it's cognitively dissonant to me. The thing is, Kyle, when these people are sad and when they've suffered a great loss, Personally, these when puzzles I... help distract them and give them levity in their Of course, but all lives. I'm saying is, like, the game probably wouldn't have even given me a, like, a, like, I probably wouldn't have even thought about how goofy and lighthearted it can be if it hadn't all of a sudden done something, like, out of Phoenix Wright, where there's a murder and you need to solve it. Like, Professor Layton becomes more of a... Professor Layton and his assistant become more of like a, a detective group trying to find clues about this murder. And it's just, it's, it was a little different than I expected. And it made it a little hard for me to enjoy the puzzles as much. Did like, it scare you? Not scare me, but it's just Are you like, sure? it's just like, I don't, it, it's, it's weird was it to me. dark? It's not dark at all. No, it's, uh, it's no I mean, scary. is it nighttime? No, it's not nighttime, so I'm okay. okay. Uh, you know, I would pee my pants. If, uh, if it were nighttime, but I'm okay now. Nighttime murder. <laughs> ah! Spoilers, Kyle. I'm pretty sure it becomes nighttime. Oh, shit. Wait, no, you stay in the inn. No, I think you're fucked. I think there's nighttime parts. Really? Oh, no. So. Oh, God. We're going to pee my pants. That's another, that's another game you won't play yeah. for another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Until he can come back when he's 30. I will <laughs> overcome that hurdle so eventually. Guys. I will overcome that hurdle eventually. I will eventually make yeah. sure that I beat that game in okay. 10 years. No, but I love the game. It's really cool. So, it's, um, sorry. <laughs> Someone had a saying? brain fart. Uh, yes, anyway. So, there's only one, <laughs> there's only one thing that really gave me a stop oh, in the game. Man. And it's kind of like the cognitive dissonance of happy-go-lucky puzzles right. during a murder. Um, I love the art. And, um, it's a fun game. Like, uh, except for the fact that sometimes I feel like I'm doing homework. Like, uh, I actually had to take a calculator out for one of the, one of the oh, puzzles. Um, that's a... And I found out I didn't need the calculator later. But... <laughs> <laughs> two plus two. Wait. Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really cool game. And I'm, I'm kind of glad because my DS has kind of been uh, forlorn for a little while. And now it's... So um, was it just that on the DS you've got back... Yeah. Okay. Uh, that and me trying to play Scribblenauts again and right, hating and it. just throwing it against the wall. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I played one Sweet. puzzle and just shut it. <laughs> like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> That's rough. The mechanics are that bad. <laughs> like, um, oh my god. So anything off of the DS, or? Um, no, not really. I, cause, I mean, school started up. Um. Oh yeah. How's uh, the game of school? The game of school? Yeah. It's, do you like uh, the art style? Oh, it's, <laughs> I love the art style. <laughs> so I give school 4.5 out of 10. It's not that great. Oh, I heard 4.5 oh, out of 5. It is a 4.5 out of 10. I heard 4.5 out of 5. Aren't you a cool kid? Yeah. Like, I'm too cool for school. School's loserville. 
Yeah. Oh, I guess a side note is I tried to pick up uh, Super Metroid uh, on Virtual Console on the Wii. Oh, so you bought it? Yeah. Oh. I was like 800 space bucks or whatever. Wii um, points. And um, it's a... I have this terrible habit of not being that enthused about older games. <laughs> and, like, I guess it... A habit? Yeah, a terrible habit. Or a... A yeah, tendency? A failing. A tendency. Yeah. Um, to just kind of writing off older games. And despite the fact that, I mean, the premise... Uh, it opens up with, you know, a little bit of a story at the beginning of Super Metroid. And despite the fact that the premise kind of interested me, I... Within ten minutes, I put it down because I wasn't that interested. Um... Which kind of makes me sad, because, like, Thomas always tells me, like, this is a game you should play. Um, but I'll probably try to play it some more, see if something eventually catches my interest in it. Um, <laughs> my question to me would, would be, why didn't it interest you? Like, something that it's I feel... old. Yeah. I mean, something that I feel guilty about is the fact that, like, could it really just be the fact that it's the fact that I'm moving in a 2D plane? No, because I like new Super Mario Bros. That shouldn't be a legitimate reason. Uh... Is it the is it the is sprite it the pixels? Part? Yeah, like is it something that like aesthetic? Like why should I care that much? Why can't I enjoy the game? But hmm. um, I mean, maybe I just haven't tr- tried enough of it. Like I do with some games where I just end up putting it down too quick. Um, but uh, my my initial reaction is tepid. Hmm. That um, sucks. Because eh, Super yeah. Metroid's pretty good. You're missing out. Mm. Um, what about, do you play any more Indigo? I actually haven't. I haven't switched over to the PC side. I, trust me, I mean, I'm really interested in it. Oh, I know. Because I saw this on the Facebook. You were playing Clans vs. Zombies. Oh my god. I, I put so much time into that game, I actually forgot. My life has become Plants vs. Zombies, and I think of video games as anything outside of that. It's no longer a game. <laughs> it's no yeah, longer a game. It's life. If I don't oh, stop god. those zombies, they're going to eat my brains. So I gotta did do it. You... I beat it. Uh, right. Which isn't too hard. But right. and now I'm, like, you know, maintaining my Zen Garden and collecting coins. And the one thing I'm having a little bit of a. Uh, I'm a little annoyed about is how hard it is to farm for money in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'm actually, Thomas said the thing he does is he plays through the campaign again. Mm-hmm. I'm not that in, enthused about playing through the campaign Dude, again. Dude, the trick is to use the Zen Garden and sell your plants when they max out. Uh, he's told me that, but it only gets you like three grand. Do it again and again, and mm-hmm. you'll rack up a lot of money real quick. Okay. Uh, and I mean, I'm, I'm slowly, much more slowly than the first time playing through the campaign again. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of fun using the, the plants that you didn't have at the beginning then. Um, right. But, uh, plus they force certain plants on you for the yeah, stages. I, I, which isn't that much of a problem because I saved up a lot of money to make right. sure I have nine slots. And right. um, I'm curious how the hell I'm supposed to get to $80,000 to get in 10 slots, though. Like, holy crap. What's the most money you guys have ever accrued? In <laughs> I haven't played that game in so long. I have no idea. But, it's probably like 23. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn. Like, uh, I, the thing is, I finished <laughs> that game. Like, I was addicted. We've discuss this um but once i beat it and when i realized like and beat all of the puzzles and survival stuff yeah like basically i realized there's just the zen garden or going through it again Mm -hmm. and i figured yeah the zen garden like when i boot it up like yeah i'll grab some coins but that doesn't make it much of a difference yeah and so like it sort of forced me to like get off of it like its own um I mean, I will give it this. 
there is certainly more replay value than I would have anticipated it having. Um, you know, with it be, you know, the game it is, I, I would have expected you go through the campaign and it stops there. But with all the, with all the prizes, I mean, with all the puzzles, the mini games, the Zen Garden, it's gotten more replay value out of it than I would have assumed it would. But, um, it, I'm not going to finish the campaign There's in a hurry a lot again. Of hours in that yeah. game. Um, and it ends really quickly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's saddening, quite frankly, that the campaign's over now, and so I, you know, have to. <laughs> I have to play all these it, other games. I played I it on heroic. I played the campaign on heroic in Plants vs Zombies. Um, Aren't but yeah, you sweet. Those are the games I've been playing. What about you, Thomas? Dude, I want to leave and play Mass Effect Two. <laughs> all oh right. My God. So with that, we're yeah, we're, to we'll leave see you guys and... next week. Yeah. Dude, that game's so good. You have no Actually, idea. should we talk about that after a break? Yeah, sure. Sure. We'll go ahead and take our break. We'll be back in a little bit. Whee! Okay, bye. Bye. Bye, Thomas. <laughs> and we're back from our break, and now we're going to have Thomas talk about Mass Effect 2. Okay. Mass Effect 2 is really good. Yeah? Yeah. How, how good? Really good. The end. The end? Okay, yeah. cool. Now, <laughs> Great. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> no, like, I'm actually... You've been well, playing that game... Is, yeah? Like, I don't want to hear a lot of story stuff. I won't talk about so story. What, yeah. So what... Um, do you like this more than the first? Hell yes. Yeah, what, the thing is, like, Mass Effect 2 is, is, de- is decidedly a different direction than Mass Effect 1. Yeah. Um, like, the thing with, with Mass Effect 1 is it was basically an RPG trying to be a third-person shooter. Right. This time... And the I think the problem was, though, like, because it was trying so hard to be an RPG, that ended up holding it back in a lot of ways. Because yeah. a lot of that stuff wasn't yeah. implemented very well, like the inventory system. Yeah, the system. combat was kind of clunky. A well, not, bit. not just combat. Like, I think the RPG mechanics were kind of fucked up oh, in some yeah. ways. Like, the inventory system inventory was totally was really busted. Um, I mean, that's the primary complaint I have. And, like, the side missions were... Very yeah. hit or miss. Yeah. So are you saying that this time they did better on the RPG or they stopped trying? This and now time, it's more of a third-person shooter. This time the game seems to... I mean, I don't know how it was developed or whatever, but it seems to be more of a third-person shooter that uses a little bit of RPG elements. You yeah, know? this is what I heard. A lot of the stuff from the first game is just cut entirely. Like, your inventory yeah. is essentially just gone. Right. Wow. Um, like, instead of collecting... Is, and that's in... So, like, you don't even get a lot of loot this time around. Not really, no. I mean, like, instead of, you know, picking up a bunch of weapons and lockers like you did in the first game, you will find a weapon one time, and then it's just added to your choice of weapons when you choose your loadout f- for the rest oh, of the game. Oh, in your ship? In the, yeah. In the radio okay. menu. And, like, you're not finding new sets of armor, as far as I can tell. I think you can buy them, but they're, like, aesthetic, mostly. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, the impact that they have isn't... Yeah. And aren't, aren't they also, like, separate pieces this time? It, I think so. There's a menu system where you can change your helmet and your chest piece okay. and that kind of thing. I haven't found any yet, so okay. I don't really know how that so, works. So, uh, with that said, how long have you played it? I'm seven hours in now. Okay. Um, so, you which know... Is, decent, which is a lot, considering you've done two sit-downs. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> two sit-downs and one standing up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did one on my head. Oh, <laughs> nice, dude. That's... Dude, I bet that was the best. <laughs> you get kind of dizzy still... a half hour in, but whatever. Wait, how many hours did you do it for? I won't say. Oh. <clears throat> but, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and in a lot of ways, it just it tries to be more of an action game. And, um, like, the game uses this kind of, like, mission structure that the last game didn't use. Like, 
you're given an objective and as soon as you complete the objective you get a mission complete screen that shows you all your stats that you you know um you know the stats of of what you did in the last like hour or so of gameplay you know i'll show you how much gold you earned, what weapons you got and that's kind of like and also with experience right yeah it's it's like it reminds me of like completing a resident evil chapter where it'll show you how you performed or whatever and that's i i don't remember that in any rpg i've ever played so i mean i've heard about a lot of these streamlines linings and like the fact that they've um, I mean, is the combat a lot smoother? Yeah, the combat's fine, but I mean, going back to like the the stat screen, that I think kind of sucks. Oh really? Yeah, because um, it kind of breaks the flow of the world sometimes. Oh, like gotcha. if you're if you're in a hub world where there's a lot of side quests, and you end up completing like what they qualify as a mission, the game automatically warps you back to your ship and takes you off oh. the world. Oh, weird. yeah. There was one time I was on, you know, I was in this city and I had three side quests to do. And I ended up completing a mission, and it just took me out of the world altogether. Mm-hmm. And I had to go through two load screens to get back to where I wanted to be, which is kind of weird. Huh. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, not that much of a complaint. Quick it's just I don't, back. I just don't understand why they do it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah. Like what I had in my head is like you finish it, and it instantly shows the screen of the stuff that you do, and then it unpauses it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, it, it turns out you're just put back on your ship. That's a Got pain it. in the ass. It sounds like it's not that big no? of a deal. It's okay. just I don't understand um, why it's there. So they removed all a lot of their uh, what you would think of as RPG aspects. Uh, does it feel better this way, or yeah, I, the shooting mechanics are a lot better. Yeah. Like you know how in the first game you could plant your cursor over an enemy and shoot, and it might just miss entirely. Right. This is a lot more like a standard third-person shooter where you know where your bullets are going to be every single time. Okay. Um, the cover mechanic seems to work a lot better. Um, oh, like, was there cover? There the was. First. I never used it very Ooh. much. But yeah, you know, now it feels much more like Gears of War, games of that style. Does, and that doesn't take away from it? The fact that now it feels like a the couple... The fact that it feels better would never oh, take no, no, away no, no, from no. it. But like, no. the fact that you may have played something that feels, uh, that it feels more like, it doesn't make you like uh, get this fade between I don't know games. what you mean, because before Mass Effect combat was bad. Yeah. Uh, never mind. So now it's good. Right, <laughs> but uh, whatever. I guess, I guess the, what's surprising is that Bioware is very much RPGs. Yeah, and to see them go away from that, um, I feel like it's a necessary direction, right? Because the complaints I have about the first Mass Effect are largely because it was too much like an RPG. Yeah, you know, the shooting wasn't enough like a shooter, and the inventory yeah. was just too much to deal with for what I wanted. Um. Didn't they also add ammo this time around? There's ammo like clips you can find, but it doesn't. It's pretty inconsequential because they're everywhere. Right, but I mean, just the act of having to yeah, reload. it makes it more like a shooter. Right, um, which is, you know, it's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It was. It's also kind of interesting because on the rare occasion you do run out of ammo, it means you have to switch up weapons. Yeah, which is you know a nice change of pace. Yeah, I guess that's true because in the first one, basically you found which ones you liked. Yeah, or like, you might not even have a choice of that For me, many. it was like pistols. and then Yeah, I used the pistol through a, the whole game. Yeah, if I found a better one, then like, yeah, I'd yeah. never even touch the sniper rifle, mm-hmm. which apparently was terrible in uh, the first yeah. game. I mean, in this game, I decided to choose the soldier class oh. before I was a vanguard. Um, I decided I wanted to be a soldier because the guns feel so much better. I wanted to use all of them rather than just, like, two. Like, I wanted oh, to pick a sentinel okay. at first, but then I only get, I think, submachine guns... Shotguns and pistols, or something. Okay. And you know, if I'm a soldier, I get access to snipers and assault rifles and that kind of thing. Okay. And 
I, I'm really happy I did that because I get a lot of. I feel like I have a lot of combat options, even if I'm only Just using the, guns and not biotics. Okay, so you haven't touched the biotic part at all. Um, I when I first started the game, I chose a sentinel mm-hmm. and I played through the opening uh, section. So I used that class's default powers briefly. Um, which is like a, a tech shield or something. So you just have more armor yeah. and they have like warp. Which so it doesn't game. operate like the same. Do you like hit the right bumper and then it goes into this pause? Um, it does that, but you can also assign three of your powers, I think to shortcuts the oh, bumpers okay. and the Y button. Mm. Um, so yeah, the game, you can do most of that stuff in real time now, which is so nice. they streamlined it more. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's really awesome. And I feel like the classes are a lot more diversified this time. Like, yeah. they all have unique powers, yeah, which is cool. that's what uh, really looked different in the trailers that they were showing for the different classes. Yeah, totally. Um, that's interesting that the shooting is so much better that it actually made you choose a soldier. Because, like, first game, I was, like, Vanguard all the way because yeah. I love the uh, biotics. I mean, it also doesn't help that the Vanguard, in my opinion, is kind of gimped in this game like oh, their, it is? their unique power is like a charge where you like dash across the battlefield oh, I thought it looked awesome <laughs> it looks okay but i haven't tried it so i can't really say but i feel like i would be vulnerable if i charge across the battlefield into enemy fire like i didn't see I that thought the whole thing was to like get away and like flank it's both you can stuff. also use it to like hit people like ram them yeah i know um i mean i don't know it didn't seem like something mm. i wanted to do all right. Um, Fair enough. I much prefer like... What's the soldier's special? The soldier gets access to all weapons, and they also get, like... That's their special power? No, they also okay. have one where they uh, do, like, a bullet time. They slow down time, and they do more damage. Okay. To be honest, I've used that power once. Okay. Like, my, I chose that class because I wanted the weapon Got choices. Um, so how does the importing stuff feel? Oh, God. I You have to import a character, basically, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, because... I was looking online, and apparently, if you just make a character fresh with Mass Effect 2, like the choices it it gives you from the first game by default are horrible. Oh, I thought. Uh, hmm. Like, I don't want to spoil like, the, what, end, what the end I of heard... the first game because Kyle hasn't played it yet. But right, you know, you make some key but decisions. I thought, um, and, hmm? Like what I heard was, if you do start like a vanilla character yeah they'll let you choose the big decisions from the first game oh really because i heard the opposite oh hmm. so i don't know i mean i don't know why they would um why they would hamper anybody being able to pick up mass effect 2 well it's not that they're hampering you i mean but it sounds like they are almost it sounds like it's almost a really big issue to well i guess we also don't know who's right true in this case it's hard to say um all right but i mean just the process of importing oh yeah it's easy there's a choice on the main menu for import character you select your guy and you go basically well no i know i'm just saying i mean what do you mean then um i just i mean like how does it present itself like does it give this backstory of like what you've done in the previous beginning of the game not really um okay there's some brief references in the beginning i mean it mostly it basically just shows up throughout the game like, when I oh, say you okay. should never create a character fresh um, in Mass Effect 2, I mean that because the references to Mass Effect 1 are so common that I feel like you'd be missing out on a lot if you haven't played the first game. Hmm. Like, I've, like on pretty much every world I've gone to, there's been some sort of character or reference from the first game that where my choices have affected okay. the story yeah. in just a little bit. Um, yeah, and I feel like that adds a lot to, you know, how I feel about the world I'm hanging out in or whatever you know yeah 
So, yeah, I'm. It's really, really cool. Yeah, um, I feel like the mission structure is a lot better this time. Like, yeah, it sounded like it. Like because it, you know, they have this like sort of sectioned off mission it's like structure a checklist, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, I feel. I feel like just the combat missions in general are very fast paced. You know, you can get okay. through them in one sitting pretty easily if you want to. Um, and yeah, there's like a sort of a checklist of what you need to do to get through the game. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I was mainly referencing. Yeah, I guess. and that's fine. I guess it's a little. And it's a little artificial, I guess. It, I don't feel like I'm exploring so much. It's just going to a big arrow on the galaxy map. And Have you gone to any side? Well, I, I mean, you did mention a side mission that you had on a planet. But... Yeah, I've done one side mission that's been away from a primary world. Uh-huh. I did, like, you get a free piece of DLC for buying the game new right. where you visit a crash site. Uh-huh. And that was really lame, to be honest. <laughs> Basically, oh, really? you walk around and you find dog tags in this, like, barren wasteland. With like wreckage all around you. But There's, how does that like compare to the side stuff of the first game where you had to just like roam around I mean, in the Mako? You're not in the Mako now, but it's pr- equally lame. Okay. You're just walking around on foot and hitting A when you see a dog tag. Oh. Um, I, I don't think that's representative of the other side right. quests, but for a free piece of DLC to like entice you to buy the game new, it's pretty disappointing. Unless I missed something very key. I don't know. It was horrible. Oh, I was geez. like falling asleep. Oh, man. God. <laughs> Wait, like falling wasn't, asleep? Wasn't felt like... I felt like falling okay. asleep. Wasn't another bonus for buying it new um, a party member? That's what I hear. I don't know where you find that party member yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hidden bonus. Yeah. I'm sure it's somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just find it in your quarters, like closet. Yeah. He's just hiding out in my ship somewhere. I gotta, you know, dig him out. That'll be great. Sorry, there's a fly. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's fine. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, without getting into the story too much, it's it's hard to say a whole lot about the game. Yeah, but, of course. Oh man, sorry. Well, it definitely sounds you. good that uh, they've improved on what their focus is. Yeah, and I mean, it's weird because it's it's one of it's a a rare example of a game that's kind of. I don't want to say switch genres, but switched its direction drastically from the first game into the sequel. Mm-hmm. Like comparing the two, they don't even seem like the same franchise necessarily. If you just look at how you're playing it, right? I mean, story-wise and aesthetically, obviously they're similar. The sequel's a lot darker, though, visually, which is weird. Oh, darker oh, okay. as in like, um, like uh, visually. So there, the contrast is lower. It's not like more ominous or evil. That's what I mean. By visually, okay. it is just like it, there are more dark colors. In the I game. got really scared. There, he's like, I don't want to <laughs> oh, play the sequel if oh. it's darker. I mean, it. I guess supposedly it's supposed to be you know the dark middle chapter in a trilogy. Or whatever. I just wanted to make sure. But it's just like there's a lot more like blacks and reds in this game than yeah. the blues and whites that were in the first. It would be crazy as if in the third game they just go completely in RPG, <laughs> <laughs> and so like now you know you've got. Uh, it's like basically Dragon Age. That, that would be sad because Dragon Age already exists, but yeah, well, that would be yeah. funny. I don't doubt <laughs> that you probably would still enjoy it. Oh, yeah. But that's Dragon just, Age is pretty rad. I just think it's funny because they, they've definitely chosen a direction and they've yeah, like and stripped it down and made it seamless. They, I think they, yeah, they just took out what was unnecessary. Yeah. And it's great. Made a really good game. Yeah. From the... Like, oh my god, I just want to... I want to, like I said before, I want to stop and just play it now. <laughs> Go away, Kyle and Peter. Let me play this. All right, this is two bit. Yes, 
Thomas over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, playing. Playing. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Just kidding. Kyle, do you have any other questions, really? Because I, I mean, it's it's hard for me to really think. Yeah, I think guess you don't have a lot of exposure to it. Like, it's kind of funny because I mean, it sounds like it was a, a really awesome game, but I totally it passed me by, and I never really. Well, paid I played it, it over the summer. Okay, yeah, but I mean, I just I'm ignorant of it, so I okay. really have nothing I can really add to the discussion <laughs> except. I Sounds need to like play it. the first yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I, uh, quite frankly, I, I, I'm interested because if, if something's people are telling me something's really good, I, I'd be curious to see whether it, you know, meets my expectations when I think of the word good. You know, I'll, I'll check it out to find out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I would suggest for you, if you want to just get to Mass Effect 2 quickly, is play Mass Effect 1 on easy. Just breeze through it really fast. Because... Hmm. Um, like I said before, the combat in the first game was not all that great. Yeah. So you don't really you're not I wasn't looking for a wanna, challenge playing Mass Effect One. I wanna yeah. find out the answer to if you can pick the choices if you do start a fresh character on two. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can, really I'd just suggest doing that. I don't know. I was reading NeoGAF the other day. They said no. Hmm. I don't know. Alright. <laughs> I see you have something in your hand. Yeah. We well, also, well first off, I'm, is that all you've been playing? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. I um, see your iPhone in your hand. Yeah, so... This some, is something I don't know what it is. Yeah, they're, so they're someone hit up our mailbag me. recently. Mailbag. Oh, mailbag. So, yeah, it's mail time. Mail time. 3bitpodcast at gmail.com is that, the email. Thank you. Our um, email. Yeah. So we got an electronic mail Whoa. from uh, David Copperfield, apparently. <laughs> David, <laughs> Co- David Copperfield, Ma- huh? Copperfield. 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 Oh, okay. Um, he's... His title is Master Magic Man. Good. Um, uh, hell yes. I wouldn't take any questions from anybody who wasn't a mas- Master Magic Man. I'm relatively certain this is a drunken email. <laughs> a drunken email? I'm pretty email. sure. I'm sorry if it's not Guy, but uh, the random capitalization near the end threw no, me I'm off. pretty sure that's, an, that's on purpose. Okay. Okay. That's what the that's Magic cool. Man does. Okay. All right, so I, I guess I'll the just... The Magic Man can... I'll read it. I might paraphrase a little bit. You mean the candy man? I, I, I switched it up a All little right. bit. You guys aren't Thomas. even listening. I'm listening. No, we're totally listening. <laughs> Poor Mr. Copperfield is going to cry. You no, guys no, don't no. Even no. Mr. Copperfield, I'm listening. Okay. I already know this question. He says, hello, really cool people on this podcast. I wanted to ask you people some cool opinions. If you'd be so kind to answer them honestly, please very much so. Which is This is why I thought it was drunk and the okay. grammar's a little weird. Um, Maybe so, this is again, how he writes, magic Thomas. Man. Come on. Grammar. Like I said, sorry, buddy, if I'm wrong. Um, first question: What is your favorite v- vase or vase? Um, would you put flowers in it, or would you not put anything in it? Maybe you'd put something else that isn't anything, and that isn't flowers either. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote. Just I love saying. that question. Um, so yeah, go, so, Kyle. My favorite vase. Is it this empty hmm. Pepsi can? No. Okay. I would have to say. Is it this empty paper cup? That not is a, actually plastic. Not sir. a paper cup. Get it right. Uh, what about this imaginary paper cup? <laughs> just put flower. Just drop them on the table. Yeah, it's in a vase. My favorite vase. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Thomas, do you have? No, no. Wait. Let me go meet? for it. Well, no. Just give you time yeah, to think about it. Um, I mean, the problem is I'm not really a, a vase enthusiast. <laughs> I'm not really aware uh, of sorry. the different permutations of vases. I'm sorry, but you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> Come on, learn us some vase. The 17th century acrylic painted vase from New England. 
It's I see my your favorite. Thomas, I, I, <laughs> Thomas, 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 <laughs> Thomas, I see your that runner. I, that I made. And I would put... That I, I would put tulips in it. I admit it. Tulips, nice, nice. <sighs> you got me, Peter. I actually want to go back to that uh, Max Payne rose, you know the uh, metaphor what of flower what kind of flower Payne he would be. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking with that image of it being in this like very skinny, uh, small vase, you know, got the little uh, opening. On the top, and just sounds kind of dirty. Put a nice uh, whoa. Just go ahead. <laughs> Tiny it's, little it's thing glass. with an opening in it's it. It's glass. That okay. maybe that's maybe some people prefer glass. Keep going. Anyways, <laughs> that's where I would put the Max Payne rose. Beautiful. Yeah, nice. that's beautiful. And it's also priceless. Also priceless. Yeah, you couldn't even buy it if you wanted to. So okay. Kyle, I'm right. having trouble thinking of. <laughs> variants of vases <laughs> like there's there is a long one there's a tall one a short one a round one there, there aren't like well glass blowers can be very creative that's true and i my it's initial <laughs> um, i was just saying there isn't like two types one that is long and one is short <laughs> Well, if you're in like a communist country, there's only a co- like one type of vase per season. That's true. You gotta buy that one. <laughs> yeah, there's only one vase in communist Russia. Kyle seems like a communist to me. I am a communist. Oh, is that why you're struggling? Yeah, because you don't look like I, I have no of idea. Decisions. There is no Sears catalog. But you can't say it, or else you get shot in the face. Yeah, exactly. True. Um, I guess my favorite type of vase would be. Come on, you gotta pick something. A single flower goes in it, so it's it's very tiny. It's like okay. a narrow vase. Right. I'd, pro- I'd probably prefer tall. So okay. like a, a, I'm picturing. I think my mom has this vase that um, is a mother's vase. Yes, because my mom actually, my mom actually uh, uh, has a rose garden. So I yeah. always have. She'd always have roses right, in the right. house, and she had this really tall, tall flute essentially. Oh, okay. Uh, and it looks like a champagne flute, but it's really tall, and it's cut off at a. Uh, like a forty-five oh, yeah, degree yeah. angle on top, yeah. and it's flat. So it's it's got this really cool like angular look to it on top, and it's this long, tall flute, basically. My favorite type of vase, and I'd put daisies. Daisies. I might. Daisies. I would. Uh, no. You'd put daisies in it. Your question. Your answer was <laughs> rose. Long. I'm sorry. Want, rose. No. If I if I were to have a long vase, I'd want a flower that has a very long stem, so rose. it actually. I'm just thinking of like. I'm thinking sunflower. Oh, this is like a metaphor. Sunflower. I don't think the sunflower stem would fit inside there. Sorry, but when you guys talk about this, all oh, I think of this is a God. metaphor for like penises and women. That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what okay. I thought. Read Moving the on. Quote again. Moving Moving on. No. Read the quote again. No. Read the quote again. No. Second question <laughs> from Mr. Copperfeld. Um, if Steve Jobs offered to give you $1 million for putting your mighty Italian sausage in a MacBook's dick's drive, would you do it? Two dollars. <laughs> Wait, okay. $2? <laughs> yeah. So you do it for $2? Well, if Steve Jobs asked me. No, it's no, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. What a why. <laughs> oh, fuck that Remember, guy. this is a potentially drunken email. Of course. <laughs> if it's Steve Jobs, no. Steven Jobs. <laughs> Peter? Maybe he's just writing in his accent. Maybe. <laughs> you know? That's an odd thing to do. That is odd. He's a magic man. Okay, I'm going to That's... I guess. Um, so what's the question again? Steve Jobs... Paying you a million dollars to put your mighty Italian sausage in a MacBook's disk drive? That's true. Did I get that right? Yeah. 
you, would you take a million dollars for that? Steve Jobs is like, I mean, Jobs is like, hey, Kyle Simmerly, yes. you're an Apple fanboy. Yes. How about you stick your sausage in there? All right. In an instant. Peter. <laughs> All right. Well, just here's the thing. If I just have to put it in the drive and it doesn't have to close, that's like saving me some potential harm. Yes. So I would easily do that for a million dollars. Okay. I but, tend to disagree because I don't think MacBooks have a drive that slides out. Oh, that's true. So I have to fit it in the tiny slot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so this is why I'm a PC. Yes. I can fit my Italian sausage on the drive of course, because well, it comes out for me. The way I thought about it is that my Italian sausage would, would break the drive. So it's all good. Great. Um, so you, are you saying that Macs are... Easily broken Unreliable. by my massive Italian sausage. Yes. <laughs> well, what about you, Thomas? <laughs> Considering with your with your decidedly okay. less mighty sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So considering my alternative, or my options are stick it into the tiny drive and crush my junk, <laughs> or destroy the the drive with my junk and have plastic shrapnel right near it. <laughs> my answer would be no, because that sounds horrible. I don't know. Maybe way. I could use like 500,000 to like make an amazing piece of junk. The thing, you know, I don't think so technology is 500,000. The technology isn't there yet. I'm not going to take the risk. What are you talking about? We have the iPad now. Anything is possible. Anything is oh, possible. True. No, nothing is possible. Talk about it. Here's another question. Would you lay it on an iPad? Easily. Sure. For I would a million draw. dollars? Yes. I would what draw. What if it then exploded? Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's, why'd you... What if it was a light explosion? <laughs> <laughs> a light explosion? Yeah, like all it did was well, singe your ball hairs. Given my, con- <laughs> given my confidence in the fortitude of my phallus, I would probably say <laughs> yes. You have no oh. idea how dumb he's... Kyle's <laughs> uh, oh, just hoping he'd snap it in half when he dropped it on there. It's just such a gigantic thud. Dude, just... no one's listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's Dude, near the end of the show. <laughs> All right. We'll talk, Wait, so... is that the last question? No. Third question. <laughs> third question, but also the fourth. He writes, fourth of all, almost like por favor, E-L-O-L. How many It'll funny as-movies do you know of? All of that is spelled incorrectly. Okay. Recommend PLZ. Okay, wait, I don't even know what he said. Funny movies, go. Funny oh. movies. Go, come on. You can't just sit here. Caddyshack. That's all a good right. one. Boobies. What? It's not a movie. That's not a movie. No, they're boobies in Caddyshack. <laughs> that's that's what makes it funny. <laughs> no, that's just a, it's an addition. It's a perk, if you will. Okay. It's funny. He's and not looking boobies. for all right, Thomas, erotic Thomas, movies. Thomas. Um. Well, speaking of erotic. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, he's not looking for erotic movies. No, but I'm but speaking talk about of erotic. Anyway. But if um, maybe I shouldn't go here. <laughs> You've already. It's too late. You've I already the whole the path. My my old roommate uh, showed me oh, God. pornography based on World of Warcraft. Um, oh, dude, Major Chubb for it, Thomas Curtis. It, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> it start it start a live bear. Oh, so you that showed was, me that. That was pretty. I don't, I don't want it. Okay. That was pretty funny. So going off of your pornographic material. <laughs> oh shit! He should also look up pterodactyl porn. Does that exist? Porn. Yes, it does. It's amazing. Oh my god, wait a second. I've seen that. Holy you shit. You guys, 
I know what we're doing when we stop recording. <laughs> guys, we're ending this podcast now to watch pterodactyl porn. Uh, you guys could do that. I already have it running in my mind right now. <laughs> I love how he's asking for humor and we give him porn. <laughs> <laughs> humorous, humorous porn. Um, I don't know, man. All I can think of is Legend of the Drunken Master. Yeah. Only because Jackie Chan's amazing, and when he acts drunk, it's even more amazing. Well, great. <laughs> I know. Oh my! I can't. I I think I've gotten to the point where I can't go a podcast without Jackie Chan. Well, that's okay. Jackie Chan's an awesome dude. He's allowed. Right. He's allowed yeah. on the show so, perpetually. Any others, movie wise? No, I'm done. <clears throat> I'm spent. I'm kind of sad. I can't think of more funny movies because I definitely have seen Citizen movies. Kane. <laughs> Dude, that movie cracks me up. Run Schindler's, Schindler's List. Yeah, Runaway Jury. <laughs> All right. I there's think... there's something about Mary. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, How's Brett Favre losing Cameron Diaz? Brett Favre. Ha-ha. Huh? Favre. Yeah, okay, before we end this Favre. podcast, Dude, I have... You know what's great? What? Favre lost in the playoffs. I know. That was amazing. Thank God. Oh, continue. Okay, anyway. <laughs> this just became the football cast. <laughs> anyway. Uh, before we go, I have an official, official confession to make. Uh oh. I. All right, I'm leaving. Bye. I am an Apple fanboy. Wait, you mean the thing that I just yes. said like no, ten no, no. minutes ago? And <laughs> I, have to... I have breaking news that you guys found out ten minutes ago. I thought you should know. No, no, no. Like From a terrible, mouth. a terrible Apple fanboy. I know. Because I let technology get between me and my friend. And that's not okay. The couple over here. <laughs> no, no, no. Between you and me, too, because you're a PC guy. And usually I'd kill you. But <laughs> What? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Fran- uh, like, you obviously, games. <laughs> obviously the iPad came out this week, and I was so fucking excited because I am so jazzed about everything that just, Apple does. I just love the idea that a maxi pad is more useful. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that. I didn't even hear the eye tampon joke until later in the day. Huh. Anyways... <laughs> But uh, I'm I'm so. Dis- Where are you going with this? I just have no just idea what's going on. To confess that I'm so disappointed by Apple. <laughs> oh, okay. So you agree that the iPad looks dumb? Yes. We need to show him that picture of the duct taped iPhones. It's pretty good. <laughs> Thomas told me about that. It's hilarious. But and yeah. the maxi pad comparison. Yeah. That so was good. I'm pretty sure with that we can go ahead and end episode eleven. I'm not sure why we had to end on that, but okay. Because it's it's a it's Andrew. a solemn it's a solemn confession. Anyway, so here ends episode eleven. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. We're on, <laughs> we're on iTunes under Three Bit Podcast. That's probably the best place. Yes, as well as Three uh, Bit Podcast WordPress dot com. We also have an email address at 3bitpodcast at gmail.com. What are you, a fucking robot? If you want (laughs) us to suggest more funny pornographic material. Yes. Or, you know, actually talk about, you know, video games. That that would work, too. That was a perfect... Next time we'll have, uh, what's your favorite kind of apple? Dude, come on, that's an easy answer. And with that, we should leave people in suspense. They're not going to know until two weeks from now. Of course, next time. That's right. Everyone's favorite Apple. All right, who are you? I'm Kyle Simmerly. Damn right. Thomas Curtis. No. Oh, no. <laughs> liar. Guess again. I forgot. Anyway. <laughs> Magic Man Longbottom. That's not really? true either. Damn it. <laughs> You're Thomas Curtis. I'm Thomas Curtis. Okay. I'm Peter Boda. And with that, we out. See you guys. Yeah.